Welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast, a personal growth podcast for driven women who want to level up their life and business. Tune in weekly to learn emotional management tools and mindset expanding tips. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Michelle Costas. Let's get started. Well, welcome back, everyone. This week, I wanted to talk about having courage, having courage in a few different places as leaders that are super important for us to have have courage. So when we think about courage, what that is, is it's a combination of confidence and fear. And so there's gonna be a lot of times in our life and our businesses that we're going to have to take leaps of faith. And you know, our little girl brain wants to keep us safe and avoid pain so what we'll t- what we tend to do is we tend to buffer or we tend to out action our fears to try to comfort ourselves to try to you know compensate to try to avoid and so there's a couple different things that are super important when we're talking about having courage and facing fears and uh, taking leaps of faith and having you know courage when we connect with the people that we lead because courage is a requirement in relationships, any relationship that you have, and especially as a leader, because there's gonna be a lot of times where you are going to have to risk the relationship and say the hard thing. And, you know, for me, that's a struggle because I wanna be liked, and maybe you feel the same way. And we wanna be liked, we care about what people think about us. And, you know, I, again, talk about this a lot of like my perfectionism wants me to um, be whole. And I used to struggle a lot from leading from the middle and I still have my moments. And I'm leaning more into that. And the more I lean into that, people don't wanna follow a perfect person. They wanna follow somebody who can help them. And so I just wanna give you permission with that. Um, So courage, you know, we don't need courage in times that we're not afraid right? And so the times that we're afraid is when we are going to have to have the most faith. We are going to have to trust that on the other side of our next best step, that we will either have our own back if it doesn't work out, or we will, it will not be as bad as what we think it will be. And that is called catastrophizing. So many of us, our little girl brain wants to do this is when we're messaging somebody for a booking or we're messaging somebody for a sales appointment or we're just following up and communicating. A big thing I see with follow-up is people don't want to follow up. They'd rather assume they know the answer than experience the pain of the no, experience the pain of the rejection. We tend to try to protect ourselves from the answer. And if the answer is no, if the answer is rejection, if the answer is painful, the key in that situation is to have your own back and have your own back in the way that you're not going to add extra pain to the situation. If the situation is painful and you experience loss, that you're not going to add blame or self-judgment or self-criticism on top of it. That doesn't mean we don't take personal responsibility for our part when we could have done something differently or we could have done it better. But what it means is it is the willingness to not make things worse than what they are by how we talk to ourselves. 
okay? We all have a part of our brain that catastrophizes. If you've experienced trauma as I have, you will catastrophize, catastrophize potentially more than most people. And that's okay. And that's okay. And that's just how the brain works. And sometimes when, you know, you have experienced trauma, you will really believe that what you are predicting is going to happen. Like you will really believe it is. And there's times where you are going to be right. And the question mark after that is, how are you going to show up for yourself if you are right? That's how we create safety to have courage to take big risks, to have courage to say the hard thing for the benefit of others. That's how we will have courage to start a business, continue a business, make a business choice, is the knowing that even if we fail and even if there are hard situations or we are rejected in our business or even our life, that we will be okay regardless because we are going to have our own back and we will not allow ourselves to make ourselves feel worse than we already do. So what this can look like is ruminating over, you know, if you forgot to message somebody and follow up with them and then it's been a week and then you're telling yourself because it's been a week that you can't follow up because it's been too long and the person is going to feel like you didn't care and they probably have moved on. And there's all these thoughts that we have, right? And so the key in that is to not assume for somebody else, let their answer be their answer even if it's an answer we don't love. And over time, as we grow our self-esteem, our self-worth, our self-confidence, our confidence in what we do as a business owner, our confidence in what we offer, as we grow those thoughts and those beliefs around those things, then the no's don't sting as bad, okay? The no's don't sting as bad. The same can even be true in life, in our relationships. We truly know who we are. We know our intentions. We know our heart we will be a lot more compassionate on ourselves when we make mistakes in relationships. So that is the key, right? And there's a lot of courage that's required with having your own business. And everybody's courage is at a different place. And don't judge yourself if you're still growing your courage. And I do think it's important to acknowledge that how we are in one thing is how we are in most things And you hear me say that a lot. And the same is true for um, rejection in business. So if you experience rejection in business, it it can be triggering to rejection in life, like past circumstances. And something I do with my clients a lot is I will ask them, when was the last time you felt this way? Or when was the first time you felt this way? And then they can go back and they can look at, oh, when someone says, no to me in my business, I'm relating it to that breakup or I'm relating it to what happened to me when I was a kid. And that awareness compartmentalizes that, hey, this rejection in your business is not the same as that rejection and we can reframe it because they're not really saying no to you. They're saying no to your offer, right? Okay, so when we think about risking the relationship, we think about courage, we think about vulnerability, we think about connection, you know, that does involve saying the hard thing. You know, I was coaching a client 
today and we were talking about vulnerability and how it leads to connection and and she had totally normal thoughts the same way that we all do. She was wanting to predict, you know, I know she's going to say no anyway. So, you know, I don't really want to follow up. Well, what she was saying in that moment is it feels really uncomfortable to follow up because I'm feeling very vulnerable. And if I express my feelings and it's still a no, that's going to be more painful than if I just choose to say no to myself. Well, spoiler alert, it's the same amount of pain. Um, one is just more final and more has more closure than the other. And so that is the thing in your business is as you are going through your business, you really want to make sure that you are prioritizing follow-up. I heard someone in a mastermind the other day told uh, the group that professionals follow up. And I thought that was really valuable um, because it's true, because it's true. Anytime you've, you know, interacted with a very professional salesperson or, you know, through the purchase of your home, all the different things, you have had them follow up with you. And that is such great customer service and very like a professional way to interact, right? So if we have a bunch of stuff in our business that we haven't followed up on, we haven't closed the the door on, we haven't said the hard thing or risked the relationship or, you know, offered, made an offer to those people, then it's kind of just all floating out there and it's pretty uncomfortable because your brain has all these folders open and there's possibility in all of them. Um, And that's part of the reason why I think our brain likes to keep the folders open is because there's still possibility if I haven't, you know, taken the step to follow up. Um, But the thing is, is that is requiring time and energy, and that is requiring emotional bandwidth, and we only have a certain amount of emotional bandwidth to give to our life and our business. So um, it's super important that we, you know, look at, okay, what are, what's the sources, what are the reasons of, you know, me not wanting to follow up or me not wanting to book appointments or me not wanting to say the hard thing. And, you know, that's what I do with my clients. And so if that is something that you experience, that you, you notice that, you know, you really want to increase your follow-up, you really want to increase your connection with your people that you lead, that would be the time that you would want to book a free call with me to kind of talk about some of those pieces and give you some clarity on your next best steps. So if you did not register for my workshop recently, Confident and Consistent, you can get access to the replay by clicking the link in the show notes or DMing me on social media. But as always, thank you for listening um, and I will talk to you soon.